Welcome back to episode Sans Contravent Set of Lay VOTP, the voice of the people, the podcast about sense, no sense, and nonsense. Ooh, I almost got that wrong. <laughs> I'm so excited about the Christmas week already that I'm messing up the intro. I've got the stuff, and you can too, if and only if you have an open mind and the ability to listen. So I did an all-nighter last night trying to finish up some work because taking some days off for the holiday and I want to make sure everything is a-okay for co-workers, friends, all the tasks coming our way. So everything should be smooth and ready to go. Ready to go. But I am a bit tired. I am a bit tired today, but I won't be working out soon today and with another Christmas full Christmas playlist. So here is the first Christmas playlist of, I guess, the entire year so far. I have to say, I have been missing hearing the Christmas music. It could get monotonous, it could be become, it could be become, it could become repetitious, but it's all in good fun, it's all, it gets you happy, and that's what I like about it. And the good ones stick out and stay with you forever. Um, I do want to say that the beginning of my playlist, I played an entire album. And this, I think, is one of the best, one of the best, if not the best, Christmas album, recent Christmas album that will stay with me for a very long time. And I love this guy, Tom Chaplin, from the band Keen going solo and doing his own thing for an album or two, or maybe three, but this is a Christmas album, and it's awesome. He has an amazing voice. So let's kick it off with Walking in the Air, Midnight Mass, 2,000 Miles, Under a Million Lights, River, London Lights, We Remember You This Christmas, Stay Another Day, For the Lost, Another Lonely Christmas, Follow My Heart, and Say Goodbye. And that is off his album called 12 Tales of Christmas. And that is amazing. I have it on record. And it sounds so good. And one of my cats is messing around, creating trouble with the plastics. Crack, you cannot do that. Creating interruptions. If you have not heard of him or the band Keen, I highly suggest them, especially this album. Then I switched over because that did not fit my over an hour workout. I switched over to some of my favorites, which includes Sleigh Ride by Reliant K, Christmas Lights by Coldplay, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by boy band NSYNC, Merry Christmas, Darlin' by Christina Perry. Bless Us All by Tiny Tim, Tiny Tim's Family, and the Muppet Christmas Carol. Peppermint Winter by Owl City. And ending it off with Christmas All Over Again from Jingle All the Way. I guess it says says Movie Sounds Unlimited, so I don't know who it is. I don't know who's singing it, but... uh, 
that was a really good playlist and I can't wait to run and stretch and maneuver myself to a bunch of other Christmas songs tonight. And the Christmas spirit did not end there. I watched, what did I watch last night? What did I watch? It was a terrible movie and a disaster, an absolute disaster. And that, this is what I'm going to be talking about for the majority of this episode. A Bad Mom's Christmas. A Bad Mom's Christmas. Now usually, Christmas movies, they kind of get a little bit of a more of a pass. Because they're normally just supposed to get you in a good mood and just have that magicalness about it to get you ready for Christmas. Now this, okay, I'm going to read you the description off Wikipedia. A Bad Mom's Christmas is a 2017 American Christmas comedy film written and directed by John Lucas and Scott Moore. It is a sequel to the 2016 film Bad Moms, which I did not see. Thank God. I don't know if I'd be able to sit through two films of this. The plot, the plot follows the three moms from the first film. Wonderful actresses such as Myla Kunis, Kristen Bell, and Katherine Hunt. Dealing with their own mothers, Christine Bransky, Cheryl Hines, and Susan Sarandon. Visiting during the Christmas holiday. Ugh, I, I don't know. I, you have these names in this film. I'm not really a huge fan. I know that Cheryl Hines could be really good. I know that all the older ladies, all the older actresses, I feel have sparks and I remember them in certain things but the rest like I don't know I don't know this was painful it was so painful and I don't know how if you're a very good actor actress I don't know how the hell you accept to be in a role in this type of crap I have no idea no freaking clue. It's all over the place. I, They're trying to have a certain type of comedy. And I don't know. Maybe, maybe I have a complete part of my brain missing to understand this type of humor. Because I see it more and more. And I have to say, if this is the humor of the future or of the more recent generations, it's crap. It's awful. It's absolutely terrible. And the thing that's really, really crappy about this film is that it does all these terrible jokes, terrible setups, and then it tries to have these sentimental moments. And if it was kind of based with if it didn't really have those crazy stupidity moments which it's just filled with it 
those moments would actually be meaningful and actually mean something, but it's clouded and buried underneath all this garbage. And it, I, I don't, I don't know. And I don't even know who the hell they're trying to appeal to. Because I don't understand the idea of, ooh, I want to do Christmas my way, and then they just act like a bunch of fucking whores. And sorry, I said the F word. That is a bad no. Manager would be very disappointed with me. But I'm serious. I don't understand this. They want to do Christmas their way, not like their mom's ways. So their idea is drinking going around and stealing, having weird pictures with Santa. (sighs) I don't even know what the rest is because they do those kind of moments and then they have other moments to where they disregard the regular traditions and they go do something that's kind of normal, like going to a fun kids park. So I don't understand the connection from Okay, I want to do things my way. I'm going to drink. I'm going to do all these sexual things. I'm going to kind of be a little bit nasty. And then the next time when they want to do it their way, they do more of a kids thing. Or a more... Not classy, just kind of normal activity. I don't understand what this film is doing. I have no idea. No idea. And I'm just sitting here watching it. Like, oh my god. Like, who else is going to be in this freaking movie? And you know what? The list goes on. The list goes on. I, you know, I don't consider any of these people people that I really want to watch. So it's already a movie that I don't really even want to see. So let's list off the cast. Mila Kunis. Kristen Bell. Katherine Hahn. Christine Baranski, Cheryl Hines, Susan Sarandon. Those are the main six. Then you have a guy named Jay Hernandez. Then you have Justin Hartley. Then you have Peter Gallagher, which I thought that his part was actually pretty good. He played like probably the most normal person in the movie. You have Una Lawrence, MJ Anthony, Wanda Sykes. Oh my God, I can't stand her. I can't stand her. I will give her though. She had one moment where she was, she had a, she got a laugh from me because it wasn't a phrase she said. It wasn't something that she said. It was just the way that she expressed her face. And that was pretty funny. I'll give her that. Then you have Christina Applegate who... Like, hello cameo there. Ariana Greenblatt. No idea. Then you have Kenny G, which... I don't know if Kenny G is a classy guy or what. Because by the end of the film, he's has his saxophone or I'm hoping that's what he plays he has whatever instrument he plays in between his legs and he's like riding it uh and then you have a bunch of other a few other people and it just amazes me that some decent people get get wrapped up in this crap I I mean this is just garbage let me see if I have any notes um Okay, I'm just going to list off what I have for notes because I don't know if any of this will make sense in order. Uh, So I said, I hate when movies are so stupid, then they have 
very sentimental parts. It's like there's no connection there. I, I mentioned that before. So, uh, it, and it just means it's like I'm not gonna take lessons from this damn movie that says it's okay to be a piece of shit person as long as you know you kind of turn yourself around a little bit or become more aware of yourself and maybe change or something like I don't know I think that these people these characters that are in the movie they should know how to be a good person and how to address certain things um I feel I lost a bunch of IQ points watching this <laughs> that's just a weird thing um and you know, this movie shows you exactly what it is, like right off the bat. They use this joke about this little girl saying, Hey, you hate my dad or whatever. I heard you in the bedroom the last night. You know, you were yelling and you were saying, Oh, yes, F. I, F this. Like, ooh, yes. F, 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 this. Uh, you know, something along that line. And it's this young girl who's saying that. And I mean, you know what the hell they're getting at. You're like, oh, yeah. You had sex multiple times that night. And the kids overheard you. And the kid says this line three times with the F word. And she's probably like 10 years old. And she does it like two or three times within a couple minutes within the first five minutes of the film and then they f finish off the film they kind of bring it in full circle and bring it in at the very end of the film because it was such a damn good joke no you people are sick and you have no idea what true comedy is Um, personally, I think it's kind of like a lower end Bad Santa. So Bad Santa, that was actually kind of an interesting movie for me when I saw it years ago. And this movie kind of reminded me of it. But back then, they had an idea. They had a formula of how to have this type of comedy, but actually make it more suitable in the world that they were in. This just feels like a bunch of random stupid college jokes or college scenarios and we're just supposed to go along with the ride no I don't accept that I don't accept that um I think that there's a fine line between funny and grotesque and this film is definitely more grotesque and I know it's supposed to try to I don't know. Try to give some laughs and then give you those teary-eyed moments when they come to their realizations at the end. But there's too much garbage in here that it can't be looked away. And again, I'm not going to learn anything from this damn movie. I don't even know if they're... It's an aggravating movie. It's a very aggravating movie. And I know that there's different types of movies out there. And this just isn't my type. I don't like this type of stuff. I think it's like the low bar. I think... 
I don't know. I, I it didn't sit well with me. And one side note, there's a big side note I want to know. I, I want to talk about. So during this age, you see so many people getting canceled. You see so many people losing jobs because of their belief system. You have so many people being shut down or being told that they can't do this, can't do that because of certain things they've said, they've done, whether it's things they've done in the past or in the current. I want to know how in the world Kristen Bell gets to play the role, I believe, of Anna in Frozen 1 and 2. She gets all these, like, PC roles when she's acting so disgusting in this movie. Like, what kind of role model is that? Like, I don't understand this. She wants to be so PC and have everybody, you know, go by her rules or her thought process. But, you know, since she's, uh, you know, most likely a Democrat and a leftist, you know, she doesn't get canceled. No one is like, oh, yeah, look what she did in that movie. It was nasty. It was gross. She shouldn't be around kids. I think these people are hypocritical. I think once they step into the political sphere, it changes the game. And you should be facing the same stuff that everybody else is facing. If you want the cancel culture to be real, it has to be real on both sides. It has to be real on both sides. I just think it's it's nonsense. It, whew, oh man. I don't like it. I I don't like it. You have especially so many young girls, so many young kids, whether they're girls, boys, whatever. And whether or not they're even kids, people probably look up to her because she's pretty influential in that movie. A lot of people love that movie and that character. And then you watch this movie and you're like, hello, I thought that certain businesses tried to make sure who they worked with and what they've worked on in the past and what their experiences are. And I don't know. I'm getting a little worried about certain things now. Especially for like places like Disney. Because I saw in the past they tried to keep things pretty clean. They had background checks and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know why certain people get a pass and other people don't. And on this show, I talk freely because I believe... Anybody should be able to say what they believe, what their ideas are, without any backlash. As long as they're not hurting anybody. As long as they're not promoting violence or causing physical harm to someone. And I hope that people are getting that from this show. Like, I don't want you to all agree with me every single damn time. I just hope that I'm bringing the idea that everybody has an opinion and everybody should be able to express it without the fear of something terrible happening to them. 
So, there's only a few days left before Christmas. So, please stay away from this movie. This movie is a bad mom's Christmas. It is a bad Christmas movie. And this has been episode some controversial set of lay VOTP. A few more days till Christmas. I'm excited.